0: Tonight, millions of Canadians in the path of a massive and punishing storm. An icy blast triggers a chaotic commute. The driving's horrible, it's slippery out there. If you ain't got snow tires, don't come out. A system pummeling both sides of the Canada-U.S. border. A serious breach aboard the Russian Soyuz space capsule. Right now, there's not
1: enough rides home for everybody on
0: board. The coolant leak and a spacewalk on hold. Plus, Canada's close eye on TikTok. We're watching what the Americans are doing. The debate as the U.S. moves to ban the social media app from government devices.
2: CTV National News with
0: Omar Sachedina. Good evening, everyone. A huge storm is making its way through Ontario tonight, tracking towards Quebec and then onwards to Atlantic Canada, leaving behind a mess of slush and snow. The 3,000-kilometer-long system pushed through southern Ontario today after slamming the U.S. and battering parts of the prairies earlier this week. Icy conditions made it a tricky trek for all types of transportation. CTV's Heather Wright on today's cold reality and the new warnings.
3: A slick and slippery start to the day as this semi-truck slides sideways along the highway in St. Catharines, Ontario. The driver doing their best to keep the trailer from jackknifing. On the same highway in the opposite direction, a 17 car pile up as high winds and freezing rain turn southern Ontario roads into skating rings.
1: It is so slippery that they can't even get down. They're sliding everywhere they go and I'll just show you here you know, as I'm uh, just moving along here, it's just an absolute sheet of ice.
3: Several parts of southern and eastern Ontario, as well as areas in Quebec, are under snowfall warnings. With Environment Canada predicting as much as 20 centimeters of snow could fall in certain places.
2: The driving is horrible. It's slippery out there. It's wet weather.
3: This storm is part of the same massive 3,000-kilometer system that blanketed parts of southern Manitoba and Saskatchewan yesterday where already this season there have been five reported collisions with snow plows.
1: The more that we can get out about road safety and the safety of our jobs, the better, so that we can all stay safe.
3: In Duluth, Minnesota, more than 70 centimeters of snow fell this week. While in Utah, new images have emerged showing the moment a skier caught in an avalanche was rescued. While there have been some delays in cancellations at Toronto's Pearson Airport storm has so far not been as bad as predicted. but that could change with temperatures dropping overnight.
4: With the wind so strong, could be a lot of blowing and drifting you might have to shovel it two or three times before it begins to uh, uh, to settle down.
3: Ottawa is expected to get hit in the early hours of Friday with the storm then moving through Quebec and onto Atlantic Canada where some people are still without power after the last storm on Tuesday.
5: I uh, was a refrigeration technician and they store bananas at 55 degrees. This house is too cold to store bananas in.
3: Here in Toronto, this messy mix of rain and snow is expected to continue until early tomorrow morning, with police urging anyone who doesn't need to be out on the roads to stay home. Omar. All
0: right, Heather, stay warm and stay safe. In the southern U.S. tonight, people are cleaning up after dozens of tornadoes swept through seven states, leaving at least four people dead. Oh my God. New video from Louisiana shows two funnel clouds circling each other before combining into one tornado. Elsewhere in the state, massive twisters slammed into neighborhoods, carving a path of destruction.
6: I'm watching my roof come up and it go
0: boom. Cars were flipped over and some homes were flattened, with families losing everything just before the holidays. More than 50 tornadoes have been reported this week across the region. Back here at home, flu season in Ontario may have peaked, according to the province's top doctor. Kieran Moore says the number of people testing positive for influenza has gone down as of last week. But hospitals across the province and the rest of the country continue to be stretched. Today, Nova Scotia unveiled plans to ramp up health care in, Halifax.
2: in concrete terms, uh, this
0: means over 400 new beds and four more operating rooms quicker. The final cost for the expansion hasn't been revealed. The work is expected to stretch to 2037 and perhaps even beyond that date. More than 300,000 federal public servants are heading back into the office. After months of working a hybrid model during the pandemic, government employees will need to start spending two to three days in person In the workplace starting in January, sparking backlash from their union which calls the move quote, absolutely disrespectful. CTV's Kevin Gallagher reports.
2: The government wants more civil servants back in the office.
7: After six months, we realized that there was inconsistencies in the system, for example, fairness and equity.
2: Since June, some public workers have started commuting back in. But as of April, it will be mandatory for public servants to be in the office between two to three days a week. We're not happy with this announcement uh, today at all. Uh, You know, federal public sector workers have proven that they can continue to deliver for Canadians, whether they're working remotely uh, or in an office environment. Public sector unions say this is bad faith for current collective bargaining negotiations, where the future of telework is on the table. Union President Jennifer Carr says it's poorly thought out, punitive, and makes no sense whatsoever and we're not going to compromise on health and safety, though not all their members are opposed.
7: I don't mind
6: going into work at all. I think it's great to see colleagues and I think the flexibility of working from home if the weather's bad or anything else happens I think is is a good thing.
2: I like coming to the office personally. Uh, I think uh, it's going to my mental health and uh, relationship with my colleagues. The pandemic forced many workplaces to pivot to a work-from-home format, a trend that's still hurting many service sector businesses. Ellie Dellis manages a restaurant in downtown Ottawa and wishes the government went even further.
7: We'd love it for them to mandate it for five days and go back to what it was pre-COVID.
2: Though the government still says hybrid work is the future of the public service and immunocompromised
0: employees can request an exemption to stay home, Omar. All right, Kevin, thanks. The federal government is pausing its plan to offer medically-assisted dying to people living with a mental illness by the spring.
8: Some provinces, territories and those working in the health care system say that more time is needed.
0: Currently, the medical assistance and dying legislation excludes those whose only underlying condition is a mental disorder. But that's set to change in March. The Liberals will now need to amend the law to temporarily extend the ban when the House resumes in January. An alarming coolant leak in a Russian spacecraft parked some 400 kilometers above the Earth is raising concerns tonight. The Soyuz capsule at the International Space Station started spewing a stream of particles, which meant a planned spacewalk had to be aborted moments before it was about to start. As CTV's John venavelli Rao reports, it also means some of the crew don't have a way to leave, at least for now.
1: The International Space Station, uh, in this outstanding view...
0: While spacewalks
8: are these days considered routine, what happened just before these two cosmonauts were to step outside the space station was anything but that.
1: Flight controllers have been noticing uh, a stream of particles coming out of the uh, Soyuz MS-22 vehicle.
8: A major coolant leak spewing out droplets looking like snowflakes coming from a Russian spacecraft attached to the ISS.
1: It's never happened before to have a Soyuz with a leak like that. And essentially what it looks like now is all of the coolant has leaked out of the Soyuz. And there's only one Soyuz docked to the space station. So it's as if one of your lifeboats, when you only have two of them, has just uh, completely failed and is now unserviceable. The uh, two cosmonauts were told uh, to sit tight. The spacewalk was
8: canceled as officials scrambled to figure out what happened. And lift off. The Soyuz roared into space last September, carrying two Russians and an American, who joined four others in orbit. It's been docked at the station ever since. NASA says everyone's safe and not in danger, with a Russian official suggesting a micrometeoroid may have struck a radiator.
2: These micrometeoroids are tiny. I mean, some of them are
5: smaller than a green of sand. But because they're going so fast, some of them are going on average 10 kilometers a second, they can cause a lot of damage.
8: The Russians and NASA are assessing the damage to see if the Soyuz can still be used as a ride home. The only other lifeboat docked at the station is a SpaceX Crew Dragon, which seats four. But there are seven astronauts on the ISS.
1: It's it's a, a really unpleasant situation that they're in right now. They're going to have to try and get it solved as quick as they can.
8: To do that, the station's robotic Canadarm2 is being used to inspect the exterior of the Soyuz, which may be safe to fly, but of course... They'll want to be certain of that.
0: Omar. John Venavelli-Rao in Toronto tonight. John, thank you. Security fears are driving U.S. politicians to target the highly popular social media app TikTok. At least 13 states have banned the Chinese-owned video-sharing app from government devices. And as CTV's Annie Bergeron-Oliver reports, calls are growing on this side of the border to take a closer look at the risks.
6: More than 1 billion people use TikTok every month. But now, citing security concerns, U.S. lawmakers are moving to ban the platform and its popular short-form videos.
8: They allow the Chinese Communist Party to gain access to all of the private data on any device in America that's using TikTok. That's our kids, that's phones connected to our kids' phones, and that's a national security threat.
6: TikTok is owned by the Chinese company ByteDance, and countries around the world have concerns user data could be passed to the Chinese government. Because of that, the U.S. Senate passed a bill banning the app on government-issued devices. A bipartisan bill to ban the app altogether has been introduced in both the U.S. Senate and Congress.
7: Even if TikTok is banned, Americans' data can freely be sold to the Chinese government uh, by other social media platforms in an open commercial market of data brokers. The
6: NDP, whose leader has nearly 900,000 followers on TikTok, is open to considering a ban. The Conservatives have said a security review of the app is needed.
0: There's uh, a range of ways that we're active in keeping Canadians safe. The, Can- the uh, Communication Security Establishment, uh, CSE, is one of the uh, best uh, cybersecurity agencies in the world and they're
7: watching very carefully.
6: TikTok insists user data is safe and that fears are unfounded. We recognize that with success and growth comes scrutiny and are committed to not only meeting but exceeding Canadians' expectations when it comes to the security and privacy of their data. Still, security experts say additional steps to uh, protect data are vital.
3: It would know where you work, where you live, um, who you're potentially interacting with. And when you start taking that data and aggregating it with other data sources, it becomes extremely intrusive.
6: TikTok says it has never provided Canadian user data to the Chinese government, Omar, and says it never would.
0: All right, Annie Bergeron-Oliver in Ottawa, where today the Justice Minister received a letter from his Alberta counterpart on how the Western province plans to take back control of prosecutions of banned firearms starting January 1st.
2: Alberta's Crown prosecutors will now determine whether or not to pursue charges under the Firearms Act, not federal government lawyers.
0: Alberta's justice minister says the change will use existing constitutional rules and doesn't involve the recently passed Sovereignty Act, sparking a jurisdictional battle between the province and the federal government. There are signs the Bank of Canada's attempts to curb inflation and cool down the red-hot housing market may be working. After a slight gain in home sales in October, the Canadian Real Estate Association says November's numbers resumed the year's overall trend downward. CTV's Alberta Bureau Chief Bill Fortier reports.
1: Across Canada, fewer people are taking the plunge and buying homes, with interest rates rising and mortgage stress tests getting tougher. So there will be some Canadians that are definitely hurt by this because they can't qualify um, at... That's rate. Nationally, home sales were down nearly forty percent in November compared to last year. The biggest drops in Greater Vancouver and BC's lower mainland, and in the GTA and the Niagara region, sales dipped nearly fifty percent.
5: Well, it's really no surprise everybody expected it.
1: Industry analysts say there is a hint of optimism for buyers. Housing prices are down slightly, and
2: interest rates may have hit their peak. Hopefully. We start to get inflation under control, and by the second half of this year, we start to wind those rates back down. But for
1: people looking to buy their first home, the overall affordability problem is not likely to improve anytime soon, according to this policy researcher.
8: We are imposing soul-crushing levels of unaffordability on a younger demographic. That makes their hard work not pay off like it used to.
1: His organization, Generation Squeeze, is pushing for government policy that boosts supply of available housing and increases density in neighborhoods to bring home prices within reach. We start
8: by having a goal that says we don't want it to rise. And then we orient our policies
1: accordingly. He also says Canadian homeowners need to check their greed at the door.
8: You may not realize it, but if you've ever been hoping that your home value would go up and up and up,
1: that's part. Of the problem, but that mindset shift, combined with lower interest rates and higher wages, could take years. So, getting into that first home will likely
0: be a challenge for the foreseeable future. Omar. All right, Bill. Thank you. Time for a short break. But when we come back,
5: it was terrifying to have my brother
0: um, screaming, shout at me. Prince Harry on the royal family rifts. Plus,
5: landmark type. Um pieces that would last for centuries
0: metal masterpieces on a massive scale nurses in the united kingdom staged the largest ever nationwide strike today demanding higher wages and better working conditions
7: we're here because this government has turned its back on, on nursing. I and mean, when they turn their back on nursing, they've turned their back on patients and they've turned their back on the NHS.
0: Around 100,000 nurses walked off the job today. They won a 19% pay hike after the government refused to discuss an increase. This is the latest in a wave of walkouts over the rising cost of living by British workers. And a fractured bond between brothers in Buckingham Palace was revealed in the final act of the Netflix documentary, Harry and Meghan. Three new episodes touching on bullying, suicidal thoughts and lies inside one of the most famous families in the world. Here's Chief International Correspondent Paul Workman.
4: Part family saga, part expose with the appeal of a gripping soap opera. New episodes of Harry and Meghan packed with anger, allegations, disappointment and brothers at war. Prince Harry recounting an urgent family gathering at Sandringham to discuss his future. It did not go well.
5: It was terrifying to have my brother um, scream and shout at me and my father say things that just simply weren't true. And, and my grandmother, you know, quietly sit there and, and sort of take it all in.
4: Instead of a bond of brothers, there is now a wedge between the two royals, said Harry. With Meghan's arrival stirring envy and bad vibes inside the family.
5: When someone who's marrying in who should be a supporting, a supporting act is then stealing the limelight or is doing the job better than the person who was born to do this, that upsets people. It shifts the balance.
4: He spoke of a dirty game of leaks and even lies coming out of Buckingham Palace and a vicious feeding frenzy among the tabloid newspapers, one in particular, The Mail on Sunday.
5: I believe my wife suffered a miscarriage because of what The Mail did. I can say from what I saw, that miscarriage was created by what they were trying to do to her.
4: Tonight, the British side of the royal family went to a Christmas carol performance, ignoring but hardly escaping the glaring and now very exposed personal rift.
0: Paul Workman, CTV News, London. Still ahead, a narrow escape. The incredible moment, a fighter pilot ejects to safety during a crash landing. At least eight people are dead and seven injured after a landslide in Malaysia. The ground gave way early this morning, 30 meters above a campsite. It buried almost 80 people in the mud. Rescuers managed to find and free most of the missing. There was no rain overnight, so it's still unclear what caused the slide. Incredible video tonight from a North Texas military base of a failed landing of a fighter jet and the pilot who narrowly escaped. The F-35B was attempting a vertical landing when its nose suddenly dipped. Oh, he just crashed. Incredibly, the pilot somehow managed to eject safely. Built by Lockheed Martin, the jet was in the process of being transferred to the U.S. military. An unlikely porch pirate got away with a man's supper in central Florida. This black bear was snooping around when it came across a food delivery at the front door.
2: All the nuggets...
0: The homeowner says the bear made off with 30 chicken nuggets and fries, but didn't want any part of the salad. A picky eater giving us all something to talk about. And the award-winning Canadian who wrote that famous song has died. Shirley Eichard, born in Sackville, New Brunswick, released 18 albums over her illustrious career. The first at the age of 16, and she won two Junos. Icard was best known for this tune, which became a Grammy-winning hit for Bonnie Raitt.
3: About, about
0: Shirley Icard passed away at an Ontario hospital at the age of 67 after a three-year battle with cancer. After the break, sculpting massive works of art.
5: I love the new challenges that each sculpture brings. Bending metal to forge one-of-a-kind
0: creations. We leave you tonight with a welder who is also an artist. He has what you might call a fiery passion for creating, and his majestic pieces are attracting international attention. Here's BC Bureau Chief Melanie Neji on the unique finishing
7: touch. Behind a blueberry field, there's an unremarkable barn where something quite remarkable is being made. A massive metal dragon weighing nearly 7,000 kilograms.
5: So these ones will kind of be the last scales that, uh, that go on.
7: Kevin Stone is the BC artist behind the wondrous winged beast.
5: I love the new challenges that each sculpture brings.
7: Stone, a welder by trade, has long had a passion for art.
5: I've always been an artist since uh, childhood, as early as I can remember, my mom complaining about me drawing on everything.
7: 20 years ago, his creativity caught the eye of a former boss who asked him to make a gargoyle for his welding shop.
5: So that gargoyle kind of triggered me into partnerships and other large-scale sculptures.
7: Since then, the 53-year-old has made large-scale eagle statues, a towering Tyrannosaurus Rex, and a big bust of Elon Musk.
5: And I'm like, oh, that's weird.
7: The Musk creation was for a cryptocurrency company. Almost all of Stone's statues are private commissions, costing anywhere from 40 to $400,000.
5: I don't work with computers. I cut everything by hand, so I'll look at a picture and then, and then scale it up in my mind and build it.
7: Being hands-on allows him to be meticulous with metal. One of his most detailed pieces is the steel dragon, which is based on the creature in the TV series Game of Thrones.
5: I just thought, oh, dragon, I get to do a dragon, but I never watched Game of Thrones.
7: After binge-watching the show, he not only built it, but made it fire-breathing. Once complete, the dragon will be shipped to its U.S. owner. As for Stone, his goal is to keep bending metal to make even bigger, mind-boggling sculptures. Melanie Nagy, CTV News, Abbotsford, B.C.
0: And that's a snapshot of this Thursday. John venevali Rao will be here tomorrow. I'll be off for the holidays, so please allow me to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa. Hope you get to share the beautiful spirit of the season with your friends and loved ones. Thank you for watching. See you in... 2023,
5: and good night. CTV National News, Canada's number one newscast.